We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. We got the crew here today, MP Boss, Tim. Yeah, yeah. And I was waiting for something. <laughs> Come on. Something okay, damn, yeah. Boss is coming in super I'm, hot. I am pretty fucking loud. I shaved my head. Yeah, MP shaved his head. That's the biggest change so far. For that's, sure, that's happening between now and then. Yeah, you shaved deal. the shit out of that. Look at that. That's For sure, it was a big got, deal. Did you put that line in there? I did. It grew. It grew in a little bit. Did that line happen? It was from my because of the flip. It was right? from my comb over. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the barber's like, "Look, you're gonna have a line in your head." He's like, "You want me to do oh, it?" Oh, I thought you like legit shaved your own head. Damn. Shots Violated to, your shots, shit. Shots to my barber. Nah, 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 not at all. Oh yeah. I, I mean, the thought, tape up on no, the side is No, you just I. kept saying, like, yo, I shaved my head. I shaved my head. I was like, yo, I thought. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Nah, barber shaved my head. Your head. I had the number two all around. The tape up on the side. It was interesting. It was kind of an impulsive move, but impulse move, but uh, really glad with the way it turned out. I had my hair like this back in the day, so I feel like I'm going back to my roots. You do. You look uh, You look like old Indy. <laughs> I got the roots. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you do, bro. That's cool. You haven't aged. <laughs> like, at all. Nah, I had it. it. I mean, I age a little bit. I have facial hair now, but yeah, it's cool. I'll be honest with you. I hate the goat. When you rock the goat, I hate that shit. This? Yeah, yeah. I no, used to do that. No, the goat. The goat. Oh, just, yeah, yeah. The goat. The whole thing? Just the, like a whole goat. <laughs> so what should I do? Shave it all or just like? No, no, no. But you just like. Keep, even uh, even all around. Keep the beard rocking. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. all right. Even that shit out. You just get a little sexy stubble. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? This is interesting though, because like I'm now saying. the dating profiles and the dating apps, right? All all of the pictures are of my hair long. Oh word! And now you're gonna show what a buzzed. So head. what? That's just like another. Like, uh, I just want to like let you know. Uh, Shave. Recently shaved this shit. You should uh, update your picture and be like, yo, now it's this. This is what I look like now. <laughs> you yo you rock that comb over though. I it was it, it was it, a good look for you. It was cool for a while for sure. Yeah. So it it they went from ponytail to comb over to buzz. Must have been hard to maintain. So you were slowly yes. you were slowly trimming. We trimming, we trimming the weight, we trimming the hair. So. Word, and you always used to twist your shit too. Mm-hmm. If he was always like this, always twirling my hair. Now, 
Came, not, came between all of them. Not an issue. <laughs> not an issue at all. Yeah. Uh, I also got married, but that's not the biggest difference. You know, Stimpy's hair for sure. Well, so the problem is the ring's not on <laughs> your anyway, finger. Anyway, let's move That's, forward. That is a problem. <laughs> no, I'm you not You got, like, a, fake married, I'm, Yeah, I mean, real Feels married. like four weddings. Nah, yeah. two. But, I mean, this one was just, like, legally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm not wearing the ring until August 11th, though. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Until until you get some vows going. Yeah, but right. legally right now, if I were to, like, like on the way over here, get struck by lightning, she got all my money. August 11th is going down. <laughs> Tim's, <laughs> Tim's wedding. We are perfectionists. You are ready. <laughs> Yo, you know the building of Perfections is not even there anymore? Yeah, I know. Wait, it's not? No, the building is gone. Yo, one time I was at Perfections. Well, all right. This story, I tell people I, but it's not really I. My friend Elias was at Perfections, but I'm going to say it as I anyway because because it's it's better that way. In the strip club. It's kind of weird now that you're doing it. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Anyway, he was in the strip club. (laughs) Gunshots in the strip club. So they had to evacuate, right? Everyone's running outside the strip club. As soon as they get outside the strip club... Gunshots outside the strip club. Everyone had to run back into the strip club for safety. <laughs> Damn, I would just go behind the stage where the strippers take showers and shit. And I'll just hide there. <laughs> they they have showers in every strip. How club. you know it wasn't the strippers popping off? Maybe. Secret like the fembots. She got the got the get in the waist. <laughs> Titty guns bang, in bang. the fucking in the G. Yeah, I remember we'd be playing <laughs> at like St. Mike's, which is right the park yeah. right across the street from Perfections. Man. Perfections, by the way, is a strip club for anyone. Right. Who I, if you haven't figured that out yet. But yeah. we used to go late. Like, we played football and whatnot. Like, people, like, there's a, there used to be a shopping, not shopping, uh, like a food stand. Yeah. Window. It was just a window. It was, like, connected to the strip club. Like, if you looked in, like, you'd see the strippers, like, coming in for food. So, like, I'd be there just, like, getting a water because I'd be dead and just, like, strippers in the back. Like, yeah. It's like, what is going on like, here? Yeah. And like, those strippers, too, with the perfections, water, no they, were, they were taking up two. Line spaces. It was just them and then the rest of their ass. Yeah. Because they all had the big fake asses that went out like six feet. Yeah. So nasty, yo. Don't <laughs> fuck with fake asses, really. Yeah, but perfections was the, I've never, was the I've thing. I've never for actually a seen one in person. A fake ass. Come to my gym. There's like four girls. You never with been fake to asses. Miami? Nah, like, first I, of all, I went to your gym. When I say once. seen, I mean like. Up close and personal. <laughs> up close and personal. Yeah, I've seen it in life. You mean you haven't in, like felt it on, on I your haven't body. felt a, a fake ass. Honestly, they're gross. They look gross. They're not my favorite. They are, though. No right. offense if you have a fake ass. Not nah, ASAP I mean, Furry. We're, we're offended, motherfuckers, with this, but it's okay. ASAP <laughs> Furry I'm, actually put something on Instagram the other day. He was like, ladies, like, I just want to tell you something right now. You do not have to get your body done. You look good the way you are. And I agree. Ladies, if you're listening, you do not, <laughs> you do not have to get your body done. Facts. You look good the way you are. Not only that, you don't got to wear makeup. Fuck these, fuck these dudes. You can wear a little makeup. Nah, don't wear no makeup. My girl wears no makeup, and that's, why, that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm marrying her. Fuck that. Yo, you cannot be... I can't wait to she wears makeup on the wedding day. He's like, I can't, I can't, I I just can't do this. I ain't saying yes. She wears makeup on special occasions. I ain't saying I do. But like... I'm not fucking leaving. Natural beauty. I just find that ironic, and I'm I'm probably going to ruffle a little feathers right now, that girls like go out and marches for equality with their boobs out, right? Like, non-censored, but they also wear makeup. So they're kind of censoring their own faces. That's what I mean. Like, to, to make it... Like... If women, in my opinion, if women want to be really equal, get rid of the makeup. Who you who you dressing up? I for? mean, men wear makeup. I think they like wearing makeup, bro. Nah, if you're going on TV, if you got a special occasion, wear some makeup. But like every day, should like show up to work. Like, nah, you got if you want to be on the equal shit. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't think makeup has anything to do with equality at all. What the fuck does that have to this do? This is for another podcast, yeah, for it sure. Is. It is. This is yeah, for the, the civil rights podcast. Uh, we're talking about some important shit though on this podcast. Yeah, yeah this is important. Yeah, we're talking about some. We're talking about the marijuana. 
Mm, Talk about uh, weed in the NFL. You want to kind of introduce it? So Chris Long recently said that he would smoke marijuana all the time for pain banishment. Fire, son. Burn it down. (laughs) Facts. And then, uh, I mean, if you look at these guys who retire from the NBA and the NFL, they smoke weed all the time. And he said that the, the... the tests are jokes. Like, they tell you when it's coming. It's one time. If you don't fail it, you never got to get tested again. If you do fail it, like, you're, you know, Josh Gordon. Because who else fails marijuana tests in the NFL? Not many people. Yeah. So, it's really easy to beat. So, I mean, it, it brings up this this giant point. I actually watched the Junior Seau 30 for 30 documentary the other day. Yeah. And, like, he needed he needed some help. And he turned to the hard shit, and it really fucked up his life. And uh, right now, you know, marijuana is becoming legal in all these states, right? And but still, it's on a it's on the banned substance list in the NFL. But they have been like looking into these alternative medicines. Um, I'll explain to you more about the dangers of opioids in a little bit. I want that's just so I'm not talking for five minutes straight. I'm going to pass it off to you guys to see what you think. But I think this is a I think it's a fantastic idea. I think that weed across the board should probably be um, at least if not decriminalized, legalized, and that it should be used as a, as a remedy in these in these situations. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. So if I'm not mistaken, it was a few weeks ago or maybe two weeks ago, um, the NFL and the NFL's Player Association agreed to study marijuana as a vehicle for pain management and will require that every team appoint a pain management specialist and a behavioral health team clinician. Um, so it seems like we're kind of on the way right we're like touching the service almost there yeah which is cool uh i don't think the nfl does it until like the entire country does it though like Like, i think they'll wait and then be like all right illegal federally it's still illegal federally which is why there hasn't been a lot of situations that's a good point where it's able to be uh it's able to be studied because I, i in preparation for this i was looking for studies and all the studies are all going to end in 2023, 2024. Um, the only thing you can really get is surveys. And like the main survey that got done by a major organization that I will pull up after I tell you the stats said that people who are surveyed who take medical marijuana for pain management said it, it helps them sleep at night. For sure it does. Which is something that is... For, for sure it does. Right, that's facts. And then it, it helps them it helps them not get pain. This this study was done by the U.S. National Library of Medicine and the National Institute of Health. Alleviates pain for sure. Yeah, fourteen different countries in the study, including the United States, in the in the upper uh, northern northeast, uh, mm-hmm. Maine, New Hampshire, uh, th- those like you know super liberal states that are about this shit. Um, <laughs> they're about this life. Yeah, they're about yeah, you know less less pain helps with the chronic pain. That you know they also in that survey. They said that the number one reason why marijuana is not being used is because of the pharmaceutical industry, and also oh, rather the money than behind it. Got it. That makes right. sense. Yeah. I mean, it, to share a personal story, I have a friend. I'm not going to put shout him out, but they were. He works for a drug company. He's like a big shot, like fucking rich. Lives in the middle of the city. Lives in like this high rise apartment, and he he is in that medical field. And they had a choice between using THC and this new pain pill they're developing, or using fentanyl. Damn, what? Yeah. Now, fentanyl is, is super effective in small doses. The only problem is it's ridiculously uh, like dependent. You get dependent on it. Addictive. And dangerous. And dangerous if you overdose. And they went with fentanyl because it's cheaper than THC. 
And that's what's driving everything. This is the money. Got it's it. the money. It's the money. It's the money. That's insane. You guys remember Martellus Bennett? Of course. He thinks 90% of the NFL smokes weed. 90% of the world smokes weed at this point. Uh, Dude. How many people do you think smoke weed? Like, what percent if you had to throw it on? Not, don't go world. Go, like, of the people you know. How many of them smoke weed? 65%. Does that include old people? Like my relatives? Uh, uh, and does that include, did they smoke weed when they were kids? Right, right. I guess. I don't really 90. expect grandmas to be smoking, like, consistently. To, the, to this day! They do, though. To the face. Yeah, but, like, I would say most don't. Like, glaucoma is a big thing where you lose your eyesight because you got pressure on your eyes. And that's one thing that marijuana has been proven to, to fight against is the eye pressure. Sometimes, honestly, though, it's not even about smoking it. It's consuming it in other different ways. Gummies. Boss yeah. nose. Or, uh, <laughs> uh, drops. You brownies drop and shit. Brownies. Yeah. Drinks. CBD is becoming like a very popular thing too because Yo, it doesn't have the THC that makes you fucking all high or whatever. And right. you CBD is landing like deals with big, huge, big uh, I gotta tell you, Like the UFC has a CBD deal in place. That's and, like, fire. All their athletes like all promote CBD. They got CBD and brownies at my deli. Yeah. Like, like every corner store. Like UFC, like MMA, mixed martial arts. Like that's a brutal fucking game just like football is like you're constantly being hit you're yeah. constantly taking hits to the yeah. head you're taking hits to the body you're taking hits everywhere on your body and so is football like football the sad reality is you do get hit in the head sometimes you do get your bell rung or you do get speared in the ribs where there is no padding on the side like there's some big hits that yo if there's i'm not against it. i mean if there if yeah, and that's used as a, a medical, you know, and that's thing. awesome because boss is not a weed smoker, and he's—I've nah, never smoked weed in my life, and he's an advocate for it, which is awesome. I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm an advocate for it. I'm just not against it. I mean, if you're not against it, I think you're an advocate. No, no, okay. I'm kind of in the middle too. Like, I don't really know if I want my weed legalized in New York City because then you think it'll fuck up the weed. It'll fuck up the weed. Nah, but the guy on the corner is always gonna live. Nah, why would he live? Because it'll be cheaper. Why? Because it he's won't be taxed. To, he's gonna have to do. Nah, some he's sort gonna of have to. He's gonna have to be Yo, uh, aggressive with his prices because you can go get it legally down right. the block, same and thing, it won't be taxed. I feel like that's the same thing with gambling. How yes. gambling is more like legalized. I guess New Jersey, you could drive down the road. Like bookies will work. They their still way got bookies it. out there though. They'll give you a better line or something like. Yeah. yeah. The guy on the corner will be or, a better deal or a better strand. Or they'll give you cred. A lot of people buy drugs on the arm, which means. Yeah. You give me the drugs and I'll give you the money for it in a couple days. Cred. You can't yeah, do yeah, that. You can't do that with. Gambling, right? right? When you but gamble, you can't with a bookie, but you can pay. Yeah, with, exactly. Right, 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 you can right, pay right. With a credit card, though. Yeah, but having a credit card insinuates you actually can pay for it. You have the funds. Some people literally don't have any money and they buy drugs. Oh, I'll give you the. You know, I'll have it in like four days, or whatever. I mean, but, but yo, real quick, uh, USA Today, uh, a 2013 study at a Portuguese university found cannabis helped regenerate brain cells in mice. A 2012 hmm. Israeli university study showed that low doses of cannabis can aid in the recovery of brain injuries. Hmm. And a 2005 Canadian university study showed cannabis can be used as um, an anti-anxiety uh, treatment. So what's the main issue in the NFL? Brain problems, right? That kind of solved it right there. I mean, it doesn't solve it, but it definitely it like, helps. You know, it alleviates a bit of it. Yeah. I, you know, when I worked at Elite Daily, we did this piece on this one particular kid that he had some condition that I don't remember what it is now, but... He would have so many seizures a day, like a crazy amount. And in the middle of filming that, uh, one of their doctors like suggested like medical marijuana or just like uh, 
brownies or something like edibles and wasn't it was it drops i remember seeing this I, I honestly don't remember but it, it wasn't he wasn't obviously smoking yeah. blunts and shit you know <laughs> uh but he the medical marijuana with a, whatever way that he did if it was drops whatever no seizures like at all that's insane it's crazy it's from the earth yeah i mean it, it's a lot a lot of things and joe are, rogan loves it i'll follow him into hell Another thing Joe Rogan loves that's that, that just got decriminalized in Oakland today is mushrooms. Yeah, he loves mushrooms. And those things have been proven. The psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in mushrooms, that's been proven to actually create new lanes in your brain cells. Now, I've never done mushrooms, but it's, uh, not, because, ask. it's not because I'm like... It's not because I'm against them. It's because I'm scared to confront my yeah, demons. Yeah. Like, I'm not ready to confront my demons yet. No, when, I, when, I I make that, when I make that... Decision that I'm ready to confront them, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah, I remember freshman year in college, there was a lot of mushrooms. A lot of mushrooms going around? Yeah, not a lot, but like it was, you know, done like once every month or something. Because like, you don't go to a party after you do mushrooms. You go and you have oh. a spiritual experience. You go like, no, yeah. They, yeah. You so, go walk in the park. So, yeah, yeah. So my dorm was like, it was called like Mount Olympus because you have to take like a ton of stairs up. <laughs> and whenever you go, like people would smoke weed outside, they go down to the graveyard, which was like right down the little hill. It was like a pathway there. So, that's where they would go and hang out, which is kind of eerie and scary. But taking mushrooms in a graveyard sounds like the thing I don't want to do. Yeah, you can, like, or they <laughs> just stay in the dorms, like, and like, yeah, we're staying in tonight. Like, let's just chill. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, even if you don't want to get like crazy, loopy or whatever, you could like microdose, which is like take a little bit of it, and you still feel some of the effects, but you don't feel the, you know, like I'm looking at this picture on the wall. <laughs> I'm not going to see like a dragon come out of it, but maybe the colors will change a little bit or maybe the textures will change a little bit. Like One, I can't even imagine that. Like I'm such that's a control why freak. I don't want to put myself in yeah, that mental I'm, state. I'm such a control freak that I can't even like, well, that's, that's, that's like, the yo, thing. you know, what's crazy. Like the, when, when you just said that, right? Like, cause I know my reaction to when that thing exploded in Con Ed. <laughs> yo, so for people who don't know, I think if you saw it on my Instagram, like a while ago, mm-hmm. a reactor like blew up at, at Con Ed and it lit up the sky at not like dark night like it was like 10 o'clock at night blue and the sky blue, was blue, blue. like blue. like like like, like a teal like a teal yeah. blue yeah it was like so bright like right. it was so bright and like my mind like i didn't know what to do because yeah. i'm like yo that's not supposed to happen yeah like there's no explanation for this right now this is before you like whatever but your initial reaction is like yo it's daytime right now like there's yeah mind you i was watching bird box and shit <laughs> when that happened I was watching Game of Thrones And in, in that show poker. Spoiler alert <laughs> Spoiler alert In that show There's like a Entity or whatever That makes people like Kill themselves or whatever oh, But the scene go, that we were watching There was people Like out in the street uh, Like getting hit by cars And like all this shit right So now the sky lights up And I saw it But I didn't like Really say anything Cause I'm like Oh yeah it's just like It's a nice day Like you forget that it's 10pm right Cause you're not even fucking Double take like so, so I was just like I was like yeah And then I, I'm, I'm looking again And I'm like What the fuck's going on And then I, I didn't say anything yet And then my cousin Pete was like Yo what the fuck I was like yeah what the fuck Is going on man <laughs> And then we're watching This fucking movie About this thing And like there's people In the street Like whatever And then we walk over To the window There's people in the street Looking up towards this mm-hmm. light I'm like yo What the fuck is happening It was yeah. double scary To give you an idea Of how bright it probably was here I live what Like 25 blocks away from here You would, t- you would say That's a good like I, live, I would like, say like a half mile I Three run, quarters of a mile Nah I, when I run here It's two miles When I run From my apartment Oh damn! So I here, didn't think you were that far. Yeah, yeah I'm all like the way across the other side of Astoria. Yeah, it was 
daytime where I was. No, yeah, it was because it was overcast, so there was tons of clouds in the sky, white True. clouds. Yeah, so it Super spread the light bad. out. Yeah. Dude, it was insane. If you were it from, was so insane. You can see it from the other boroughs. So Manhattan. Like you can see it from the Bronx, Manhattan. Yeah. I can only, Im- even New Jersey, I can only imagine what those people were thinking. They're like, yo, oh my God, they're going to die. Cause I thought we were getting. New I was no, I was laughing yeah, at my parents because they opened the door. I was like, "Yo, what are you doing? Like, why would you like? Why is that your first reaction to go outside? Like, why don't we just chill in here?" I, I, Dude, I my, my mom, I Facetimed her. I'm like, "Are you seeing this?" And and she's like, "What?" I'm like, "Mom, go the fuck outside." She, <laughs> or go to the door. <laughs> yeah, she she goes outside. And she goes, "Look at that." I'm like, "That." I'm like, "Ma, are you the bravest woman ever?" I'm like, get the fuck inside. See, at least we're from the neighborhood. We know Con Ed is down there. So you can yeah, kind yeah. of. But, eat, but who knows? Radiation, this. Just like, it's yeah. who knows? Eric was flipping out on the Who still chat. knows? Bro, I ran to the fucking train. Nah, you, we, there was video of it. I know, but who still knows? Like, maybe there was radiation release. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, our him. buddy Eric, who lives like up the block from Con Ed, said that he came around that I like, yo, close your windows because they didn't you, know what happened at the time. It was like an yeah. electrical fire. So it's right. like, kind of yeah. gross. Gross. He also was flipping out. Eric was like, "Yo, I think it's a nuke. Like we're getting nuked." And I was like, "Dude, I, that's what stop. I thought it was." Like, what? What other explanation? Yo, do you honestly, have? I was sleeping because I worked the overnight that night, so it was like nine thirty when I usually get up. And the TV had just went out because we lost power too. Yes, yeah, for like a split second. Yeah, yes. yeah. So I was like, "All right, like maybe it was because I was not active with the TV." You know how it goes? It's like, "Oh, your TV's gonna turn off. You don't press the button." So I was like, "All right, whatever. Just turn it off." I look outside. I'm like, just like blinking, like light. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, whatever, I still have to go to work. So I go downstairs, my parents have the door open. I'm like, yo, what are you doing? Like, stay inside. Like, I'm going to get in a car and drive, but yeah. I'm not just going to be outside looking, like, to wait for something to happen. That's what I did. I ran. I'm like, that. sheltered in a car. You should be sheltered inside. Like, stay inside. That shit was so creepy, bro. Ran away. But it's, that just bring it back to, like, why I'm terrified to do mushrooms. Is because of that. Yeah, like if somebody, because, like, well, even that one thing, that the sky turned a different color. I'm like, if I'm staring at this poster and it even changes color <laughs> for a second, I'd be like, Oh yeah, like Yo, it wouldn't it wouldn't necessarily change colors, but maybe like be more vibrant. And you can't fight it either. You the, gotta you, you gotta. Just that's let, the let thing it exactly. You. you have to want it to happen. You yeah. don't take any psychedelics unless you're fully prepared and you honestly want it. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I'm ready. Well <laughs> yeah, I remember. So the gummies I had were actually legal. Like we got them from a dispensary in Denver where it was legal. So. The night before we went hiking, I had one on the route. Like, we had an Airbnb and shit. We were chilling. I was like, yo, let me just pop one in. Because I was going to take a couple on the hike the next day. I was like, let me see how I feel. And I was chilling. Like, I was good. So, we went on the hike the next day. Took some. I was like, yo, it was very relaxed. Nice. It was like nature too. So, it was like scenic. In the elements. Yeah, yeah. So, I was like, very relaxed. So, I had a good time. But then we went to Toronto. I had edibles again. Not, not from a dispensary <laughs> from the corner guy. Hey. Yo, edibles are was, always. They were uh, tricky. They f- messed me up. They edibles me are up. A, a, a guessing game, bro. It's just crazy that some states have it legalized recreationally. Some don't. That's fine. But like, if the NFL kind of wants to make a stance and do right by the players that are retired, which is a huge issue they're dealing with. Like over the past uh, maybe five, seven years, um, former players coming out and speaking out about how you know they're not really taken care of after they retire or even when they are playing like they're just getting fed painkillers yeah, really it's strong like that that and in hockey too yeah for sure guys are getting hit and, and like, it's like yo they should have the option like why not let them maybe eat a fucking edible or you don't even, even if it's not even smoking it which is like i totally get that even if it's like other forms of it why not be open to it so it's cool that they're kind of starting this committee and they're kind of taking that first step like you said it's probably not going to happen overnight it'll probably take a few years but it's cool that they're that they're like at least progressing 
towards something. And you, if you look at the alternative, like you mentioned, it's these painkillers, right? Not only is it painkillers, it's opioids. Yeah. Right? So it's The strongest pain. The strongest painkillers, and not only the strongest painkillers, the most addictive substance that we have on the market today that if you guys aren't aware about, about this in the news, uh, the people who make Oxycontin, um, they're being sued right now because they misrepresented Oxycontin, and that's led to such a bad epidemic in the country that opioid overdose has overtaken car accidents in number of deaths per year in the United States. Wow. So think about that. More people die from opioid overdoses than from car accidents. 80% of the opioids that are shipped out in the United States are over-prescribed. So that means 20% are what the doctors should be giving out, and the other 80% are just people who are so addicted that they're on that. And then that also leads to other things, right? Because the doctors catch on eventually. They don't want to get their shit taken away. So they stop giving these prescriptions. But an opioid is the exact same chemical compound as heroin. So these guys are going on the street and getting heroin, right? And they're addicted to heroin now. And that's when you have the opportunity. That's when fentanyl comes into play. People lace the heroin with fentanyl, and that's how people die. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a story, honestly, that's becoming way too often way too often told in the, in this to, in today's day and age and it's such a it's such a terrible thing that's happening everywhere because it's not only happening at the professional level but the talks like this at the professional level allow this conversation to happen mm-hmm. but what's happening is these kids on Long Island who grow up in their like as the stars of their fucking baseball leagues you know Long Island is a suburb about, of New York Long Island is a suburb of New York I'm talking about fucking you know Two parents that both both are at home and together in a nice house at a nice private school. These kind of kids. And then they're getting baseball injuries or football injuries. They're breaking their legs. They're taking opioids and they're dead in eight months. Like they go from star pupil student person to dead in eight months. That's how powerful the grip is. And you're giving these people who are going to have pain. If you're a football player, unless you're a kicker, you're going to have pain every single game. Facts. Period. Unless you're unless you're also a, a well-protected quarterback, probably. Every other position is physically demanding. Yeah. So you're going to need some kind of pain relief. And the fact that something that can literally kill you is the option, is the main go-to. And the fact that something that has never killed anyone ever is not. I mean that needs to be looked at, and kudos to the NFL for doing that because this is what this is what brings this conversation out to a bigger light. This is something that I've yeah. kind of been obsessed with for the last two years myself, so I know a lot about it. But um, it's cool. It's cool that they're doing this. For it's sure. very cool. It, it makes mo- the most cool. sense too, and I feel like you can't ignore it now because it's not like all these people are just like, "Hey, man, we just want to get high and have fun." It's like, no, this is like actually helpful. Like there are so many cases you could literally Google it. You'll find a thousand things in 0.2 seconds of uh, medical marijuana, like helping people in extraordinary ways it just yeah. makes sense to do it you see the videos also by yeah. the way if the nfl let these players smoke weed guarantee you they wouldn't go out half as much mm-hmm. and they'd probably be laying low facts wouldn't be in at the, the club wouldn't be getting drunk yeah they'd be laying low smoking weed in the house with a shorty guaranteed i what will happened, say what happened with Le- Le'Veon bell and Garrett blunt got pulled over they were just riding to practice whatever they were doing they yeah. weren't out they were just smoking weed they were smoking those legara blunts the blunts there he goes uh fuck i was gonna say something i totally forgot <laughs> well, you threw me off with the Le'Veon Bell stuff. The thing Son is, the bitch. thing is also like uh, part of that study is that inhaling cannabis and smoking it is still the most predictable way to get high, because as you smoke, you feel yourself getting higher, 
and like you could stop and that's it that's your maximum level of high you're gonna reach when you stop smoking for for edibles it's a little different for edibles it, it hits every, you later on it's a it guessing hit, game it's a guessing game oh, of yeah. when it's gonna hit it's a guessing game of how long it's gonna last oh, yeah. it's a guessing game of what's your right dosage it's a guessing game of what like what actual weed is in there you know is it an indica is it a sativa um because if you're trying to do something with your life that day and you take a an indica a, a, edible good luck chilling on the couch chilling on the couch you know so like it, there is there you gotta you gotta really like parse that out because also like you got a cookie something that's happening right now a lot in the country is you got a cookie and this cookie got 100 milligrams of wheat of wheat in it and they're thc thc and the random person on the street who like like you two who never really smoked weed ever you guys never smoked weed right nah in boston joe so you you would take 10 milligrams and probably be fucking stoned. So Joe did this one time. Did people, are, yeah, yeah. people are eating yeah. 100 milligrams. I had a milligram. lot of fucking weed once. Really? Yeah. But you ate it. Yeah, yeah. Did you bug out? No, I just slept. Because, you know, what, I, was at a, I, was, I was at a pizzeria with, like, some friends of mine. And then one of them brought, his girlfriend brought brownies there. And I was, like, kind of drunk, not really. Like, we had just been drinking. Like, I had, like, a pitcher of whatever. And then she had brownies, and I was like, she's like, you want a brownie? I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah, like fucking brownies, you know what I'm saying? So I, I ate a brownie, like a whole brownie. And then um, she, like, ate half of hers and put it on her plate. I'm like, yo, you can eat that? She's like, no, nah. like, bet. I ate, that too. <laughs> I ate that too. And then, like, I didn't know what was going on until we got back to my friend's house, and we're sitting in the backyard, and someone was like, yo, do you, do you have any more of those weed brownies? And I was like, what? I was like, yo, there was, there was weed in those brownies? And they were like, yeah. I was like... That's why I f- like like I was like yo how much did I drink I was like you know what I mean because like, sometimes you get drunk and you're like I just feel like I just need to chill yeah. <laughs> so I was like yo how much did I drink like we're drinking Bud Lights like I could literally guzzle like truck of this shit and be fine and I was like what the fuck is going on and then when he said it, I was like okay <laughs> and now I, it all makes sense but you're already there so it I must- felt like yeah I felt like I had a helmet on mm. like I felt like a force field around my head and I was like yo. And then I went home and slept like eight hours. In the that was of the me day. in Toronto, yeah. yo. Yo, I had a, I had a, it was like a twenty milligram dosage, small, right? Like that's nah, standard. I would say ten milligrams is standard. But you're a big dude, so I'd yeah, say yeah. fifteen. So I was good. Like we went to the aquarium and I was like enjoying myself. Like it was, they had a, a conveyor belt like thing. You just stand out. It takes you through. It's like I was chilling. <laughs> and we had a couple of drinks. We went back. We we're going to the Raptors game. I had a couple like a, ten or fifteen more. Y'all put me over the top, and I was like, not good. <laughs> It, but if you, if you I feel drink, like if you, well, yeah. that's edibles though. Like you said, that's a totally edibles different game. Like different game. smoking, you know what's going on. Like you're fully aware of what's going on. Edibles yeah. is. A few years ago, game. a few years back, I had a really bad experience on edibles. I, I took a double dose on purpose, if you can believe that, because I was like, this, this is, this is my feeling. My feeling. Yeah. Let me have another. One. <laughs> it, was like, it was like six years ago. It was a long time ago, but or maybe seven years ago. But I haven't done it since then. For no, real? No edibles for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I had a. I was it was like 10 degrees outside. <laughs> I went outside with a jacket. I tore my jacket off and I started running. And like the, the only thing that made me think I wasn't going to die at the exact moment that was happening was like I I went into the park and I got on a swing. <laughs> and me and yo my boy Nikki, shout out to Nikki. He saved my life that night. If he wasn't around, I would have fucking definitely like took myself to the hospital and been like I'm going to die. <laughs> you ever see that thing on the um the cops who eat the weed brownies that they confiscated? On the on YouTube, yo. As soon as we're done with this podcast, when I work overnight, go to YouTube. You go to YouTube and go 
cop, cops confiscate brownies and eat them. And the phone call, they call nine one one, and hilarity ensues. Everyone, stop what you're doing right now and go look at that before you go, before you rejoin this podcast. <laughs> That's funny. Um, all right, cool. Uh, moving on from this weed conversation. Weed. So I wanted to talk about uh, some NFL stuff. Obviously, is the camp NFL is show. here, baby. Camp is here. The camp is here. Woo! The, the camp is here. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got my chest hair flowing out right now. I'm surprised you guys haven't said anything about it yet. Look at this. Yeah. You know the vibe. It's chest hair season, yeah. though. It's that June, bro. Yeah. Let's see is, that chest hair. Is June really chest hair season, though? It's summer. That. Summer's chest hair season. I got some sugar. Let's see. Let's see. Nah, it's a lot. Come Let's on. See. Let's we see. We all got it, Yo, kid. boss used to have the... Yeah. Ah. Boss used to shave the landing strip. <laughs> Fire. Down the, the whole middle? Yeah. yeah. That's that's some sexy shit right there. Am I, that was when I was a little more down. like... Could lay, lay pounds up. down. <laughs> you could when you were a, a soccer player. Yeah, yeah. You could land a plane on that boy. You guys ever encounter like a landing strip? Uh, vagina? Vagina? No. Yes. I've really? Never... Yeah. Did she, she think she was a porn star? Get out of here. Lisa Ann? <laughs> uh, it was the same girl that also had her uh, thing pierced down there too. Okay. Oh, okay. See, I would never. This is Freaky. a certain kind of person. Yeah. Does she have a tramp stamp for the trifecta? Yeah. Yes. What did she? And was it a spider? No, it was like a, it was like a heart, and then like all oh, the things around it. Oh, oh my god, she's such a. Oh my god. And yeah. wait, hold on, hold on. Was she like pale? Uh, Italian. Uh, white girl. I guess. Brown eyes. Joey Hazel. sounds like he Hazel. knows Hazel. said person. Hazel. She had black nail polish on. Honey's head. <laughs> nah. Right. Juicy Couture outfit though, of course. <laughs> oh my God, you had sex with this person? Yeah, it was do I like, know them? It was like a year. I don't think so. It's like a year ago. Oh wow, that's way too. Certain. No, <laughs> le- less than a year. If less than a year. The math that he said. Oh no, less than a year. It was less than a year. It was less than a year. It was less than a year. Anyway, NFL, yo, OTAs. We're past those. OTAs. We're past those. Let's get it. <laughs> yo, I want to know some storylines. What's what we got going on in camp now? We got two each. Yeah, we got two each. Amy, why don't you start us off since you're hot right now? All right. Give me a minute or so, but I'm <laughs> Why, super, you're not hot? I'm hot. I'm uh, intrigued, though. You're hot. By Cliff Kingsbury. Talk about a hot guy. Yeah. He's probably top young, five hot young guys. Young For sure. I think he had a losing record in college. Right? Definitely did. I think I'm not mistaken. So anyway. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, looking for <laughs> Joey. That wasn't me. Looking forward to what Cliff Kingsbury, a.k.a. he has big fat dicks, bringing to the... No, someone wrote that on my laptop, in my notes. Uh, looking forward to what uh, Cliff uh, brings to the table at NFL. I was recently reminded um, of a few years ago, 2013, uh, the Eagles played the Redskins. Mm. Chip Kelly's first game. Mm. They spanked the Redskins. Chip Kelly brought that hurry-up offense from college into the NFL, and although he didn't really last that long... His um, what's the word? His um, his impact, his style of play, is here till this day. So I'm really intrigued by what a Cliff's gonna bring to the NFL. Gadgets and gizmos and schemes. Um, I'm excited to see what he's gonna kind of bring to the table. Um, they've been very vanilla. I know I drafted David Johnson number one last year. Mm-hmm. Very vanilla offense. Um, they got rid of their uh, first round quarterback of last year, Josh Rosen, um, to kind of get his guy, which is awesome. So I'm really kind of excited to see what who else wrote on my notes. <laughs> it's, it's Tim. Uh, it was me. Just like really excited to see what he brings to the table. What did he, that say? What did that say? Um, it was offensive line is dicks in my ass trash. 
but a mobile QB can sometimes cover it up, which is true. Josh Rosen was sacked 45 times in 2018. That is dick in my ass trash. That is dick in my it ass is. trash. And he didn't even, and Josh Rosen didn't even play every snap. Yes. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what. He, there's no more. There's no more hidden tricks. I promise. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Because, uh, but Cardinals practices, camp sessions, and preseason tilts will become something of a Nancy Drew adventure. Uh, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> Tons of breadcrumbs being laid. Um, but uh, Josh Rosen, he'll have a, a chip on his shoulder for sure. So anyway, moral of the story: really intrigued by uh, Cliff Kingsbury and the Arizona Cardinals to see what they can kind of bring to the table and see if the league copies them or just really intrigued either way. You got really exotic at the end there. Yeah. I like that. I'm trying. Got exotic with it. Breadcrumbs. Yeah. You know, I was an advertising major, so the creativeness is... It's there. It's in my it's soul. There. It's in the boy. Also, boy can rap. Don't tell nobody. Don't let... Don't do not do that. Don't tell nobody. You can, though. No. I wrote a you verse last bars. night. You got bars. Did you really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I was I you was high. Cause it, <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to the Faith Evans. Uh, oh, damn. I never knew Weird banger. Love like this before. I was listening to that song and I was like, damn, that instrumental is fire. And I can't really Bro. think of someone that rapped over it, right? Is Although, there like you got a fifty dollar bill, put your hands up, yeah. Yeah, ladies. But I don't think anyone's ever. Make noise. <laughs> all the chicken heads. Be quiet. be quiet. All the chicken heads be quiet. Oh, my God. I can't hear. But anyway, I, ha- I I can't really recall a rapper rapping over that beat. So, anyway, I wrote you know wrote a couple bars to that. So Action nice. Bronson said you had Julian in the future. He did when I rapped with him on the street. That was cool. <laughs> that was when you were filming a... Strictly, uh, strictly for, my for my Jeeps in the hood, for sure. Strictly for my Jeeps. Wow, that was a long time ago. It was a long-ass time ago. Hell yeah. It was yeah. like almost 10 years ago. It was a cool story, though, for sure. No. I was like, I don't want to take a picture with you because I'll see you down the line sometime. <laughs> Speak, speaking of raps... Rappos coming back soon, people. Stay, stay tuned. Let's go. Uh, I'm gonna take that transition to go to uh, my first one: Le'Veon Bell and the evolution of the Jets with Sam Darnold. Now, obviously, I'm a little bit biased. That's why I want to see this. But I think that if you're looking at people in their second year as a starting quarterback in the NFL or in their second year in general going forward, um, either way, their second year. You know, in a in a system, it, it, I wouldn't say in a system because it's a different system, but in uh, their second year as a starter or, or playing, take that leap. They've been taking leaps. Jared Goff took that leap. Carson Wentz took that leap. We saw Mitch Trubisky take that leap last yeah, year. Yeah, we saw um, we saw Pat Mahomes. Technically, Pat first, Mahomes. Although it's his first year as a starter, right? And I'm sure I'm missing people, but you see that leap that you take. Can Sam Darnold take that leap? He really ended the year strong last year. And I think uh, adding Le'Veon Bell, besides just being um, a difference maker in general, he makes Sam Darnold's job easy. All of a sudden, you have a safety valve where if you don't have an open receiver, and he was working with real shit last year. And now he has not yeah. only a safety valve out of the backfield, but Trash. he has Jamison Crowder. Um, to to go on the underneath, so he has two safety. Someone he needs to now. stay healthy, right? Yeah, someone, for sure. definitely the whole the whole receiving tandem, like the sweet receiving squad That's in the true. Jets, needs to stay healthy. Robbie Anderson, Quincy Nua, and Jameson Crowder all have injury right. history. So if they can stay healthy, and, and I think what Le'Veon Bell adds uh, is going to be a really really interesting thing in this uh, to to look for. Uh, there's this really good thing going around on NFL.com and on the Jets Instagram that I posted on my personal yesterday. With the Donald birthday thing? Yeah, the Donald per- birthday. And Le'Veon goes, yo, it's your birthday for real? And Donald goes, yeah, yeah, but I'm not doing anything tonight. Don't get excited, Le'Veon. 
And like just like they already have that connection, you know what I mean, where they can kind of rib each other and make fun of each other. He got publicly too. He knows the vibes. Right. So it shows that Donald is <laughs> it shows that Donald not only has that ability to take control of a locker room to the point where he could joke like that. But he's aware of the vibes. But he, he, no, it exactly. also shows that he's aware of the vibes. It's Yo, being aware of the vibes is one of the most under appreciated things in the world. That's true. Yeah. Like it could really take you places. So you know Some would say aware. that he might have already have known the the vibes. He definitely knows the vibes. He, he already knows the yeah. vibes. He's from USC, so oh. I'm pretty sure the vibes are strong out there. He's, that's a great point, though. You're right. He kind of knows how to manage personalities. Right. No, that's true. That's he's kind a of young low, kid, yeah. but he's like he mature seems for like his he's, age. He's cool with everyone. You know what I mean? Like he does seem like he's uh, don't get me wrong. He's ugly, but he does seem like he he grew up <laughs> unnecessary. He grew up as the cool kid. Not. Nah, I mean. It's okay. You can't have everything. You're an NFL quarterback. You have a great like life. You're a little ugly. Beauty okay. is in the eye of the beholder. Facts. You know what makes him real handsome? Millions of dollars. And that he's on the Jets. And that right, right arm of his. Yeah. I, I really like that point. Yeah. But that's that's the first that's the storyline that I'm looking out for. My kind of under the radar storyline is uh the Titans picking up Brian Tannehill. Okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> nah, nah. It's just that, yo, Mariota hasn't played a full season ever. Granted, so, it's only been a few games he missed. Like, he never missed drastic amount of time. But he played banged up with that thumb. If you remember, he had that, like, yeah, like splint or whatever. He had a ton of things. He had, like, a glove with one finger missing. It was like they tried everything to work it out. Supposedly, um, he's gained some weight in the offseason. Yeah. Like, put some weight on. The good on. way or the bad way? I would assume the good way. He's okay. a professional athlete with the best trainers and you know, so Pablo so, Sandoval. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I do say Pablo Sanchez. Like, Yo, chill. <laughs> I mean, I no, think he's just my, getting bigger. He batted third, played second base every time. Yo, you know Pablo? he spoke English, right? You guys Pete, know that? Pete Wheeler. First of all, Pablo Sanchez and I share a birthday, July 11th. That's, that's heat. Yeah, you know who's the best heat? player in that game? Kenny, Pete, bro, from nah, the wheelchair. Pete Wheeler. Pete Wheeler was nice. No, Pete Wheeler was trash, but he was fat what? as shit. Bunts, he'll get on base Yo, every time. Kenny no, he's right, you're right, you're right. Yo, Keisha Phillips, that bitch had a bat on her. Ahmed Khan <laughs> with the headphones? <laughs> Over the fence Ahmed every Khan, time. Ahmed Khan was, too, was nice, too. But, yo, if you know, you know, you, if you, you, know you click on uh, people's profiles and they, like, talk or whatever. Yeah. If you held shift and clicked on Pablo Sanchez, he would speak English. And he'd be like, I learned Spanish in, in school. Damn. Bilingual. So they were like, you, and he's a young buck bilingual. So stop, yeah, yeah, yeah. stop assuming because my name is Pablo Sanchez that I don't speak English. Yeah, that shit is mad Spanish, bro. But you know. <laughs> some, yo, by the way, real funny. Some girl came up to me in this place yesterday. She pretended not to know who I was, but she like said my last name, which was strange. But she said it. She goes, "You look like Santiago." I was like, "Diablo, Santiago." Call me the kingpin, one. Santiago. That's a new one. I get Santiago. Santiago blow? I don't think anyone's named that. Maybe she just wanted to blow you. Or she was looking for some cocaine. We'll edit that out. Or looking for cocaine. <laughs> we will not. We will not. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mariota's never thrown for more than 3,500 yards in his short career thus far. Tannehill's thrown for 4,000 a couple times. He has playoff experience. I think it's good to push Mariota a little bit because he's never had that push behind him. Competition. Was, yeah. Not even that. Just know like there's someone there behind you. You know what I'm saying? Like two years ago, he threw more picks than touchdowns, which is yeah. rare for a starting quarterback. Like you, that guy usually doesn't have his job. But um, they were in the playoffs that year too, actually. The the old uh, self touchdown. Remember yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, I think Tannehill is a good pickup for them because even last year when he had that thumb issue, and um, they had to take him out a couple times for a deep ball for Blaine Gabbert. I don't know if you guys remember that he would come in and throw hail marys like, yo, if this guy isn't healthy enough to go, you know you can sit him when we can have an adequate starter behind him, not yeah. like Blaine Gabbard or and, you know, anyone else. And particularly in that division where you have Deshaun Watson coming at you, 
You have the rejuvenated Colts and Andrew Luck coming at you. And the Jaguars went out and got Nick Foles. Like, everyone's making moves. Like, you got to – if you lose Mariota, you're shot. But now – You're right. You're kind of eye. You have, a, you have a good quarterback coming behind him. And I like the fit because Tannehill is mobile, to say the least. He's had some injuries, but generally speaking, Ryan Tannehill is mobile. So mm-hmm. you kind of have a backup that can kind of run the same similar offense. It's always a problem when you have a backup that's immobile when your starting quarterback is mobile. Right. The playbook probably gets cut in half because he can't do some of those things. But Ryan Tannehill is no slouch. He played wide receiver in college, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. then converted to quarterback. So he's a mobile quarterback. We all know that. So I like to fit as the backup quarterback. It's cool. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, too, because... They're both boring. I don't like either of them. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill has been good the last couple of years. He's just been limited. He's also been banged up the last couple of years. I wonder what his record is as a starter. I wouldn't be surprised it's if it's winning. I'm pretty sure it's winning. I wouldn't be surprised if Mariona, if Mariona, Mariona. Mariota uh, doesn't perform in the first three, four weeks if they're they clamoring like, for Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. It, it's gonna, it'll be interesting. It's not a winning record, by the way. A couple games under 500. Yeah. It would be hard to have a... With that team, that's why I said I don't think it's a winning record. But I don't know. I don't think either of those quarterbacks make you like not draft one. If you have the opportunity, I feel that. I don't think they're like that good. If I'm not mistaken, this is uh, Mariota's contract year. I believe so. Almost positive because it's Jameis's contract year also. Same year. Yeah. Yeah, So hate him too. As they say, put up or shut up. Right. It's just more fuel to the fire. But it's also like an alternative too. Like if you don't want to draft a quarterback, you just have that placeholder in Tannehill. Mm. Or Mariota, if you want to bring him that's, back. That's for, true for the low. Because you're gonna need, yeah. You can't. You're not gonna be able to bring Mariota back for the low. Or maybe you will. Who I guess depends how the season goes. Yeah. And yeah. like I said, if it go, doesn't go well, you bring Tannehill, try and revitalize it, or you know whatever. Yeah. But it's a little under the radar storyline. Number two. Do you want me to start? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with the Bears. Uh, I'm big on the Bears this offseason. I've mentioned the Bears more than any other team. The uh, Bears. I think. I want to see if the Bears' offense has the ability to take the next step. Um, the Bears. <laughs> Matt Nagy has said that he is expecting uh, Mitch Trubisky to improve this year leaps and bounds. He said last year he was learning a new language. This year he learns to speak in that new language. Fire. So if you consider that last year he took such a giant step forward and was the third-ranked quarterback in the NFL in QBR, the sky's the limit for Mitch Trubisky, who a lot of people forget – not only is one of the better athletes on the field every time he touches the field, but he's also taken with the second overall pick in the draft. He's super polarizing because I feel like people love him or hate him. There's like no one in the middle with him. It's, it's a lot like Jared Goff, I feel like, because he had a really shitty situation where he wasn't given any freedom and he was inaccurate. And then he started the year this year a little inaccurate. And then he had that six-touchdown game, and everything seemed to switch after that. He yeah. kind of he got, a, got his confidence. confidence yeah. Right. And Nagy also puts him in situations to succeed. And, yo, A-Rob... Really came back and bounced back with a great year last year. And Anthony Miller is one of the more underrated players in the league. That's Miller time. Yeah, man. Anthony Miller. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Anthony nah. Miller is, is going to be a fantasy sleeper this year for sure. That I was MB's big gift last year in the group chat. I picked Miller him up for a couple flashing. weeks. He and was he, solid. He, couple, solid. Over 10 points a couple weeks for sure. A lot of missed opportunities for him too. And he had a pretty good season considering. But anyway, I want to see how that offense works out. And then on the defensive side, don't forget... Vic Vic Fangio, he leaves. He goes to become the head coach for Denver. Mm. And that leaves Chuck Pagano to take over as the defensive coordinator for the Bears. Now, the Bears had one of the most historically good defenses last year. They lost a couple. Now, they had two cornerbacks also that outperformed their career averages. So can they do that again? On top of that, they lost Adrian Amos. 
and they replaced him with Ha Ha Clinton Dix. Ha Ha. In my opinion, a downgrade, right? Of course. Besides that, Big you're boss. basically bringing back the same core, right? But you keep their coach differently. And Vic Fangio did a great job last year, and he's known as this defensive guru. Can Chuck Pagano come in and take that those same pieces and have the same success? If the offense gets better, then maybe they don't have to be that crazy defensive team again in order to be better. But if they have that exact same defense and the offense gets better, then we're looking at someone that you're considering a favorite for Super Bowl champion by week seven. Yeah. Damn. Didn't mention the kicking aspect. Cody Parkey, I ran out of town last year. Facts, but, you know. Louis yeah. <laughs> Riddick on ESPN, probably one of my favorite um, sports heads, I guess. Sports analyst. Models, right? Analyst, for sure. Um, sports heads is, I think, the scientific term. And uh, <laughs> he was all over the Bears last year. So the I Bears. take I take his uh, – not Bears. I mean, if Cody Parkey gets that field goal, who knows what happens. The Bears. I um, picked him to win the fucking Super Bowl. So wait, I which team did you pick? The Bears. Yeah, Bears. <laughs> Coach Ditka. I did not do that well. You no, do it so way. You do bad. it way better than so me. Go ahead. Can I get a Coach Ditka? Absolutely not. Coach Ditka. Who does on. that? Uh, Saturday Night Coach Live. Coach Ditka. Uh, what team did he coach? The Bears. <laughs> I love that shit. Um, yeah, I like the Bears. Can I, like I get one? Who, no, who, please. Who do you like? Coach Ditka. Huh? <laughs> who do you like? Yeah, Bears. <laughs> don't, don't you know? All right. Um. Yeah, fuck. It's going to be interesting to see that backfield, though. I want to see uh, Tariq Cohen if he could handle the extra. He won't. David Montgomery will get the the Word, I forgot they drafted him. And, and they have guy. Mike Davis. Why? I don't know. Well, Mike Davis, too. Look, Mike Davis had really good games in Seattle last year. Yeah, he's I a good like third option, I guess. Yo, things worked with Tariq Cohen. Like, why a good third string. That's what, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Tariq Cohen has his role, though. You, you can't. That's true. That's true. You, you need can't someone to carry it. Know right. your role and shut your mouth. You and you know what? Where Jordan Howard was like kind of like an every down guy before last year, like. I feel like Mike Davis, who was always part time in Seattle, I think they could have fit a, that role nicely. Yeah. yeah, they have a really good Mike Davis is a first and second down back. Tariq Cohen is a third down back, and then you got David Montgomery who could play all three downs. It gives you a lot of it gives you a lot of leeway and a yeah. lot of flexibility everywhere. Matt Nagy, uh, offensive whiz to say the least. So right. he'll figure it out for sure. The Andy Reid tree, which I know you're a fan of. Come on, man. Come on. The, the, the Mahomes call was just Andy Reid's a goat. It's the truth. No, that's just the truth. Facts. Some might say that you know the vibes. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, <laughs> so my other storyline in the NFC is another quarterback battle in uh, Washington. Ooh, shout you out got, Josh. You got Case Keenum there, who you bought in via trade, which was kind of confusing considering you thought they'd draft um, a quarterback, which they did. You have Cole McCoy there, who I think is their listed starter going to the season just because he's been there. It feels like forever. He'll probably be in He like knows a, the system. He knows the vibes. He knows everything going on down there. You know he'll be in a TV booth by week eight, though. <laughs> nah, that's, I'm telling you. I mean, yeah, most likely. And then you have Dwayne Haskins, the rook, who they used their first-round pick on. And if you look back at it, last year, the Jets... <laughs> sorry. Look back, get it. Sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> the Jets started Darnold week one, right? But the first overall pick, Baker Mayfield, didn't start until I think it was week three or four. Against the Jets. Against the Jets, where they started Tyrod Taylor. So kind of a similar situation where they have that vet or a couple of vets in Keenum and, and McCoy there in place who aren't anything but journeymen like yeah. Tyrod Taylor was. And then you have the Rook who's just waiting to take the ball. So it's interesting to see if they'll start Haskins week one. I guess we'll wait to see what happens through camp and through the preseason. Or if they go with the old head and they're like, yo, just you know, learn on the silence a couple of weeks and we'll get you in there by like week four. Once our, once our record is bad. Right. They're not expecting – or I'm not expecting them to compete for a division title or for a playoff spot. So yeah. I feel like there's no need to rush Haskins at this point. For sure. Let him learn the offense. Let him hold the clipboard a little bit. And then, you know, week four or five or even later, week eight, get him in. Hopefully they have like a bad team off a of bye week. 
usually that happens with the rookie quarterbacks. Like they'll have a bye week and then that right, team right, right. they play next, hopefully it's not like a, a top five defense and they'll let him play and then he'll finish the season. Plus the weaponry isn't all that good. Like yep. they lost Crowder, they have Josh Doxson, there's really not much else there. And then oh, you for have sure. Darius guys coming off a he missed all of last year with a torn knee. Yeah. So you know it's I totally forgot about Darius Guys. Yeah, he's a first year running back, or he's basically a rookie. If you start him with Haskins, like, you know, it's two rookies in the backfield. It's kind of – things can get messy. Mine is the absolute question mark that is the Baltimore Ravens. I don't know what's going on with this team. I'll Tim, tell you. Tell me. Nothing. <laughs> so – I don't see how this works. You know what this is? Like, what, I feel like what the Ravens are doing is kind of like what I've done in Madden sometimes. Nah, like, but bro. Yo, we're just going to take everyone who has 99 speed and make them our wide receivers. <laughs> They're doing things different though. You gotta Yo, give them props. They remind me. Yeah, but think about the things when you do something so drastic like that, like the wildcat. Like how long did that work? No, but I'm just saying in a copycat league where like Seattle won a couple years ago, and everyone's like, "Yo, we should build like we're you need the to team build like the next that. legion of boom." Now it's like everyone's all about the passing offense, passing offense, and they're turning into a running style. Tim so always like the league is going this way, and they're going this way by themselves. Tim always says it best. Everyone's zigging, they're zagging. They are. Yeah. It's the truth. Um, it's a passing league, and they're literally running 1967 <laughs> offenses. Yeah. It's Five super, tight ends. What would you say? How many they're running a Brian like High School like like Four tight ends. Yeah, four tight ends. They're uh, running like a wing T offense. Shout out Justin. The Veer. <laughs> the Veer. Uh, no, it, it's super interesting. <laughs> Offensive line is solid. Uh, they draft two wide receivers, um, first and third round, which is interesting because, you know, I said it multiple times. They're not going to be able Hollywood. to. Hollywood. swinging. They're not going to be able to sign guys in free agency. Like, yeah. I couldn't wide imagine receivers, a wide receiver yeah. wanting, you know what I'm saying? So you well, have to kind of Crabtree build through. Crabtree, like, begged his way out of there. Not that he was doing much anyway. And I think John Brown as well, too, no? He's still there, no? No, he's in, he's, he's in the, with the Bills. Yeah, he's gone. So it makes sense. you got to bring in guys that you can draft. You can kind of develop them, and you have them on rookie deals. You bring in Mark Ingram on a decent contract. Tim was kind of high on that deal. Um, they're zigging. Everyone's zagging. Trace McSorley in the draft is like a Joey, that's like Joey's boy, uh, Taysom Hill. Nah. Why not? I don't Small. know. Fuck with Taysom Hill. But why can't he play that role? He was just not a good quarterback in college. I mean, I mean, I just don't think much of Trace McSorley. Like he's little. Why? Why would you want him in the game when, like, at any point over Lamar Jackson? He's very athletic and he's a serviceable. He's not a good passer though, and like you have that. Is Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Jackson a great? Better, I'm not. It's more no, of but a he's not I'm, drastically better than like, yo. Let's pull our quarterback out and get him on the sideline. Well, Drew Brees is one of the t- a top five quarterback, and they'd still take him off the field or at least set him out wide. I mean, yeah, to run like a sweep. But that's what I'm saying. It's like gadgets and gizmos. You need that stuff because... Yeah, but you have the ultimate gadget in Lamar Jackson. He True. is the gadget. Anyway, super fast offense. Um, the issue is the defense. You lose Weddle, Suggs, and Mo- Earl, though. You bring in Earl Thomas, but you lose your three, I would say, no, I don't want to say cornerstones, but you lose like the life th- of the defense. three big vets. So curious to see, you know, how the defense kind of, uh, you know, answers back. But nonetheless, really intrigued by the AFC North as a whole. Who's going to win the division? Is it the Steelers? Is it the Browns? Is it the Ravens? It's not the Bengals. But just really interested to see what happens in that division for sure. I should I I should say that they are they're big on their on their linebackers right now. They, the the Ravens think that they have the next linebackers in. Well, they let Mosley go, so they let they, Mosley, they signed Shane, Shane, uh, Shane Ray, um, but they they like him. They like they like Parnell McPhee. They they like their they like their personal personnel right now. They think that they he'll be all right. Yeah, but what a in a passing league, what do linebackers like that like? What do they do for you? 
they also like like, one of the most pointless it's becoming one of the most pointless positions well now you have to not only be able to kind of you know stop the run you have to be able to kind of be solid and and pass protection as well yeah but Matthew is not like a guy who you're like be careful for Matthew Judon as well he might be a a household name by this time next year I don't even know who that is he had seven sacks in last year Eight sacks the year before in part-time role. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna play him out there. That's why my idea for episode is name that fringe player would be awesome. <laughs> name that fringe player. Yeah, like we name a random player on the Yo, Buffalo Bills. Yo, that fringe Bills. player you just named, I think is like a creative player. I would have known Judon? that he was on the Judon? Ravens though. Matthew Judon. That doesn't sound like a last name, like a standard last name. It's J U D O N. He's 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 made plays. Like, I, I know him. He's made plays for the Ravens and so far. Don't like, know him well, but I know him. Anyway, he's had over he's had 132 like, career tackles with 19 sacks. Like, you name like role good. players or bench players, and you have to guess name what team they're on. Name a fringe Name one. In the NFL? Uh, wherever. Uh, Just not the name MLB. a fringe. Um, I, got, I got one for you guys. T- uh, Tim Williams. Jeez, that sounds like so many people. Yeah, it yeah, sounds like that's a, He played at Alabama. That's like Roy Williams, and there was like a wide receiver that was a DB. All right, he's a, he's a linebacker for the Ravens. How about this? Patrick on Wassor. Yeah, they're good. He's too far off the fringe. He's a linebacker for the Ravens. All right, how about Tyus Bowser? Someone on the Ooh, Ravens. Uh, uh, <coughs> Jaguars? He's on the Ravens. He's a linebacker for the Ravens. Oh <laughs> I thought you were going to zig. I just have a list of Ravens linebackers here. So Those I'll, aren't even fringe guys, though. Give me a fringe. Matthew Judon's not a fringe guy. I knew him. Tyus Bowser just got drafted, didn't he? Like This year or last so. year? This, DJ Shark. I yeah, mean, he's a wide Chark. receiver for the, uh, the Jags. Jaguars. This kid fucking sucks his wiener. I we know, we know I'm Chark. all up on that wiener. <laughs> Yo, he's yeah. going to have a big year, I think. I'm going to try to think of one. Chark. I think so. It's fun. It is. It's, it's hard a to fringe? Think. It also makes us seem somewhat not that intelligent, but at the same time, like I really don't care about the four-string linebacker on the Chargers. Hmm. Make, making me think. How about John? Nah. I was going to say John McGraw. Remember John McGraw? The white safety on the Jets. The white safety on the Jets and the Chiefs. Uh, Okay, hold on, hold on. I'll give you one. Hold on. (laughs) Fringe. You know what would be good, like naming like corners, because I feel like I don't have, I don't know a lot. I feel like this would be good for a basketball fringe, like guys that just don't get off the bench. Like Theo Pinson was a good fringe. That was a good one. I mean, if I asked everyone where Andrew Bogut played, if he didn't come in the game the other day, people were like, Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut's been out the league for years. Yeah. (laughs) How about, how about um, Deontay Spencer? Wasn't he on the Cowboys? Or is that a different Spencer? I don't know. Or is that a different support? <laughs> He's probably a linebacker for the Ravens. Hold He's on. not on the Ravens. Uh, Wait, you don't know where he is? Do you not know? I do know where he plays. Oh, so I was wrong. Yeah, uh, I don't know. If I, he's ever played on the Cowboys. Played. Oh, oh, I see. Plays, what about Tyrone Crawford? That name sounds way too Crawford familiar. Crawford also makes me think of Cowboys. Yeah, he's on the Cowboys. Yeah, he's a Mang Mang. Is he O line? Chicken Wang. He D line. D line. D line. D line. D line. Deontay Spencer is a wide receiver for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, I was thinking of like a fucking D tackle or some shit. Herb Waters. <laughs> Herb Waters is good. Another Steeler player, though. Ty Cobb. Racist. Is he? Yeah. Oh, they all super, were. Super racist. They all were back then. Yeah. yeah, there was like a big thing. I remember when I was in Boston about renaming Yawkey Way because he was a big time racist. Mr. Yawkey, I don't know who that is, but I think he might have owned the Red Sox. Look here. Look here, say. If the guy who owned the Red Sox was a racist, what the hell? Well, that's what he gets for trading. Look here, say. I own the Red Sox and I don't they like were minorities. Like, they were like the, one of the last teams to employ a, a black player. The Sox? Yeah. 
Socks. Socks. It's goddamn. Thomas Rawls. We know who he is. What team is he on? Yeah, I, I know this. Didn't he? Um, Rawls. I know this because he just signed with a team he that he might, he might actually he play. He was on the Jaguars, wasn't he? Or am I crazy? He was. And he's not there. No, he is. Oh, he is. Okay, good. Yeah, he there you go. There. I thought he left That's there. That's what I'm saying. What's going on with Lenny Fournette? Lenny and Lenny, I don't know. Could be fun. Do you guys have any other right. headlines you want to talk about? No, no, we're, no. We're, we're, we're good. We're fresh out. All right. Yeah. We're one more friend. We're spitballing at this point. One, one more friend. One more friend. Okay, got the computer in front of him. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of like random like white dudes in the NBA. I'm trying to think of NBA like oh, guys you want NBA? down the bench. Nah, I got you. I got you. Nah, nah, I got you. You're going to go for the NBA right now? What team is I'd Doug McDermott on? Man. The Bulls. No, no. He left, I think. Memphis? The Grizzlies? Doug McBucks? I don't know why I'm going to say the Magic. Dougie McBuckets. Who did he get traded to from the Knicks? Pacers. He's on the Pacers right now. Pacers. No idea. The Bulls from the Knicks, no? Mm. Yes. Du- McBuckets. Dougie McBuckets. That's, that's a good one because you know guy. who he is, but you're like, I have no idea where he is, though. That's a good fringe, but everyone knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, but you don't know where he is. I don't know where he is. Theo Pinson's the ultimate fringe. Nah, Theo it's it's. I'd be good at NBA fringe because I love college, and all those guys from college want to become like fringe players. One more fringe before we go. Let me get an NBA fringe. I'm addicted uh, to it. Okay, hold on. Do it. Do it, MP. Give all us right, a I good one. Just look up a random like, roster. Yeah. <laughs> Man. All right. What about? Timofey Mozgov. <laughs> he was a New York Nick, bro. Where is Tim? Where has his journey taken? I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Is he in Brooklyn? Orlando. He was in Brooklyn. Yo, I was going to say Magic, I swear to God. I don't even know why. Yo, he got paid, man. He got paid. By the Lakers he got paid or the Nets? Yo, the Lakers and I LeBron think gifted to the him Nets. money one time for by Solomon. The Lakers, by the Lakers, yeah, by the Lakers. One time for Solomon Hill, by the way, who got that four year, $52 million contract that one year. That guy, talk about getting lucky. Who Shout out to the Hill family for making drop a so much cash. Yeah, I don't even know Anthony. Tol- I know who Anthony Tolliver is. No idea what team he's on. Oh, anymore. Anthony Tolliver wasn't he with the trees with Detroit Hawks? Now he's with the Timberwolves. It appears. Bedtime. Yeah. Anyway, uh, anyway, that is all for this week's episode. Tim, where can they find you? At Tim Petrov on all social media outlets, but only if you're feeling real, real, real frisky. Okay. Nope. Uh, <laughs> boss? At NWO27 on Twitter and the IMPY718, you already know, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you guys can follow me on social media at Joe Santagato. Go follow the show at Veterans Minimum and our Patreon that is set up if you'd like to support the show. Uh, you can head to patreon.com slash veterans minimum. We have some extra content there, so check that shit out. And that is all. We'll see you guys next time. Okay. Do it again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.